it's like, what's that feeling when you're when you're laying on your side in the bed and one nostril is shut and the other nostril is wide open and you can't roll over because then you won't be able to breathe. There's probably like a 21 foot long word in German for that exact sensation. <laughs> You've made a mess of me. I won't take another dirty job. Welcome to the Geopaths podcast. Where I like to record intros five times in a row. (laughs) We scratch your cultural curiosity itch one niche at a time. Normally, we have different themed shows like books, language, internet, podcasting, coffee, and more. But for November, we're participating in National or International Podcast Posting Month, where we are posting 30 days in a row. You can tell it's late in the month because, well, you have a calendar near you, I'm sure, and because this is episode 28. (laughs) This is one of two of episode 28. Why do I have two? Because Paul Chomo and I chatted a few days ago to wrap up our NALPAD POMO experience, kind of go over what was good about it, what was bad about it, what we would do again and not again, and all that kind of good stuff. And then he threw me a curveball by talking about Mandarin Chinese, and I just had to capture that information and make a mini language episode because that is what I do. <laughs> so here it is. Here's me and Paul Chomo talking about Mandarin Chinese. And a little bit of German, to be honest with you. So there's that. So you get two episodes today. Actually, three episodes with Paul and I today. Episode one is over on Checking In With Chomo, his new podcast. Episode two is earlier today. It's us talking about Nalpod Pomo. And episode three is this one right here, where we're geeking out about Mandarin Chinese and a little bit of German. Enjoy! You've made a mess of me I won't take another dirty job So I noticed on yours that you're you're talking a lot about uh, learning Mandarin and, and learning how to speak Mandarin and, and read it and all the stuff that goes along with that. And uh, oh my God, say that again. Sorry, I wasn't ready for your language switch. Something about I might I might have slaughtered that. I know a little no. bit of Chinese. My main thing is I, I like reading and I love the characters. Oh, I, okay. I'm terrible at hearing properly and I cannot speak to save my life. Oh. I speak in like one and two word increments and then I yeah. hand gesture like crazy. So what? Wait, did you, are you Google translating this or do you know? No, this is oh. what I, this is the little bit I retained from what I started trying to learn Mandarin Chinese. Whoa, wait. Okay, wait. I yes. didn't even realize that you, okay, this is such a quinky dink. I didn't ask you anything about languages before recording this. I was just no, like, you didn't. Yeah, we'll just talk about Nalpod Poma. This is so yeah. kismet. And okay. I'm sitting here going, I'm just going to spring it on her. Ah, see what see she that? does. And it's not you, it's me. I, I can't actually, um, I can't actually communicate in the language yet. I have very much <laughs> so been focused on reading. And every time I try oh, to explain okay. that to people, they're like, but why don't you want to speak? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just me. I, even with, with English, when I was a kid, reading was the thing that clicked first for me. And then years later, like years later, like 20 years later, I became comfortable with speaking. So I'm assuming that that will happen with language. Also. Yeah. Um, but say it one more time. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll try. I'm probably going to mess it up. Oh, you speak a little bit Chinese? Of Chinese. Yeah. <sighs> okay. That's All exactly right. what I... Oh, I, I must have said it right. <laughs> I, 
I, again, I am not a gauge for this, but EDN I use all sure. the time. Like when my taxi EDN. drivers ask me if I speak Chinese, I say EDN DN, which is they repeat a lot of syllables. So, okay. um, yeah, so it's, I, I say a little bit and then they stop asking me questions and I'm like, no, keep going. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't form a sentence very well yet because the word order, as, as I'm sure oh. you know, is yeah. so different. Instead of saying, what is your name? You say, your name is what? And that yes. just is still messing with my head. Like I can, I can hear that it's a, a question, but re- like producing it is still challenging for me. Yeah. It's a tough language to learn, man. It is it, tough. I can't even, and I, we didn't even get into like trying to read the characters. We were just doing pinion and we were yeah. just doing pronunciation and getting that out of the way. Yeah. And we never even got to the characters. Like where did we took you a course. It? There was um, a, a Chinese man that was teaching evening classes at a local at the high school that I went to. And so me and my wife and a couple of friends went and we were going to take Mandarin Chinese. We were going to learn we were going to learn Chinese. And so he was teaching the classes and we were going every Wednesday night for 3 4 months, something wow. like that. And it was exhausting. It was because we were working full time and we were, you know, we were, we have families and we're busy and and we were right. doing that on Wednesday nights and oh my goodness, that was just it was fun. We learned a lot. Yeah. I've forgotten a lot. <laughs> Because, you know, you don't put it into practice every day. You forget yeah. it. But it was really cool. And again, it was something that I wanted to do just for the challenge, just to see if I could do it. I do that. I do things just to say that I've done them. And then maybe I'll do them again. Maybe I won't. Yeah. So Mandarin Chinese was one of those things. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you guys were using Pinyin, so you didn't touch the characters at all, right? We didn't touch the characters at all. Oh, see, that's my favorite part now. It's the, it's the thing I hated the most when I first... No, it's not. Tones have always been the thing I've hated the most. But the, the characters, when I first encountered Mandarin Chinese, I was in Taiwan. So the characters were the traditional ones with more strokes. And okay. those, those hurt my head. Some of the characters are seriously, seriously different from the simplified one where I am now in mainland China to Taiwan, like crazy different. But I really like the characters now because even if I don't know how to say the word... I can get a little bit of, of meaning from the character itself. Like I can know that it's a movement thing or I can know that it's a speaking thing. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's meaning in the, and I can't say picture because they're not pictograms anymore and I don't want to get too geeky, but there's meaning in there even if you don't know exactly what it is. And that's, that's something cool. that doesn't exist in English. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's, it's insanely, insanely hard. <laughs> it but is. It, oh, people yeah. don't realize. And just like, you know, a little two character word like ma can be said four different ways and mean four different things. Mm-hmm. And if you don't say it right in front of a Chinese person, they will not know what you're talking about because no. they don't have any, they have the characters. They don't have, you know, our English letters. There's no, oh, he must have meant that yeah. kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. And that's sort of the weird thing is when they teach tones, they teach you, here's the syllable like ma, and here's the, the four or five tones. But right. when you say them wrong to Chinese people, they don't think, oh, maybe she means this different tone. No, they that's think, what I meant. That's yeah, a different no. word. That's just a totally different word. That makes no sense. Yeah. I will shut down. You, you're making yeah. no sense. <laughs> yeah. And then, you, and then you wind up calling somebody's mother a horse. A horse, yeah. <laughs> 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 this is the one good thing about me being bad at small talk in Chinese is I, I don't encounter that. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> in mainland China, they're very much so an espresso coffee uh, experience. And so whereas like 
Hey, I don't even know how to say black coffee. Like if, if I go to a coffee shop, I think it's Hey Cafe, like black coffee, mm-hmm. but they don't do that here. Generally speaking, it's espresso. So I know how to say Mesha Cafe, which is Americano. <laughs> so, but that took months. Yeah, so you've just been drinking Americanos this whole time? Well, I also drink cappuccinos, no. but they tend to tend so to what? cappuccino more than the thing that's written there that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you can you can get a taxi and you can find your way home with a taxi. What like what are you can get around pretty well in China with the Chinese that you know? I guess is what I'm asking, right? Um, I can't speak for all of China because I am very much so in an isolated mega city bubble. Um, Shanghai is 25 million people, and it's, okay, and I'm. Basically in the center of Shanghai, Whoa. even though I, I work on the peripheries a lot of the times. But it's a huge, huge city. And there's an app for everything. And a lot of them have an English version. So most of my daily life, unfortunately, nice. unfortunately, is still in English. I can type in Mandarin now, but I can only type with the words I know. <laughs> so there is a limit there. So between typing <laughs> an online dictionary and Google sure. Translate, I try to get through that. But I, I can, I, yeah, I do taxis on my app. I can order food on my app, mostly by picture, but I can read some of the words. But the vast majority mm-hmm. of my day is still in English. My job's still in English. I'm in language testing and those tests are in the English language. So I don't live in okay. the Chinese language world, which is part of why it's so slow for me to learn the language. And the other part is sure. I just am really crap at it. It's not one of my skills. <laughs> yeah, but in places like <laughs> Shanghai, it's really easy to not speak Mandarin all the time. But if you go out of the mega cities to just the regular cities of 8 million, similar to the population of New York City, those are considered towns. Yeah. <laughs> then, oh, man. Then it's, yeah, then it's much harder. <laughs> and you, do need, you need, do need your language skills much sooner and all the time. Yeah. Sure. That's like in Florida, we have a large, large Spanish population and and every once in a while, somebody will get grumpy and they'll demand that these people learn English. And it's like, first of all, they don't really have to. They're getting along just fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And second of all, would you would you want to learn English from scratch? Like, would you really want to start from zero mm-hmm. and learn English? Mm-hmm. Because that's nuts. And I, I would never expect anybody to learn our dumb language, you know? <laughs> it's so illogical. It's so illogical and there's it's full of so much slang and and oh it's terrible. I hate English, but you know, it's if you don't have to learn the language, you know, give yourself a break. Like don't beat yourself up over it. If you're getting along fine and you're not good at learning the language, that's that then you're okay. Yeah, and you can and there's tools to function. I mean, certainly yes. if you're going to be in a place a long time, you should you should be functional in that yeah. in that language and but but we knew when we came back to China th- almost 3 years ago that we were going to be here about 2 to 3 years so the one of the reasons I focused on reading was my own sanity the and I like the characters and the other one was I wanted something that would go with me that I could use online that I could keep reading anywhere I was and speaking was not going to be one of those things because it just it just wouldn't be yeah but also I taught a lot of students in Arizona who were first generation um, with with Mexican parents, and they were very much so incredibly bilingual. 
So with a lot of people that come to the U.S. with Spanish as only language or first language, a lot of times the first generation is already bilingual, you know, mm -hmm. so it's not like there's like generation after generation of not being functional in the language. And I mean, that's a right. pretty quick transition. Yeah, we, we know a few people that are, are Cuban or Mexican and they have still a really thick accent. And of course, they're, mm -hmm. they're fluent in Spanish, but their kids just don't speak any Spanish at all, don't have an accent, nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, they understand it. Like when, they're, when their mom is yelling something at them in Spanish, they know exactly <laughs> what's going on, but they don't speak Spanish. Right. Yeah. That's kind of like me in Italian. <laughs> my, none of my siblings are, my parents are both from Italy and none of my siblings yeah. are, I speak Italian. But when, once they scream our name, we're like, oh, I know what's coming. I know what's <laughs> coming. <laughs> man, man. So do you speak Spanish? A little bit. Yeah. I speak better Spanish than I speak Mandarin. I, I can get it. I can get by in Spanish. Nice. Yeah. When I was 19, 20 years old, somewhere in there, I worked with a guy from Ecuador mm -hmm. who, sp who spoke no English. And so I learned Spanish pretty quickly. <laughs> I, I also took a couple years of Spanish in middle school, but mm -hmm. the Spanish that you learn in school is kind of like the King's English. And it's not the more relaxed sort of informal Spanish that Spanish people talk every day, you know? Mm -hmm. So when I worked with that guy from Ecuador, Tony, I learned that conversational everyday Spanish and I retained a lot of it. And it still comes in handy from time to time. I'm not mm -hmm. fluent. I can read it really well. When somebody is speaking Spanish, I understand what they're saying completely. Wow. I can form sentences maybe on the level of a first grader, maybe kindergartner. So yeah, I'm more confident with Spanish than I am with Mandarin Chinese, yeah. definitely. Well, there's a much bigger difference between the languages, for sure. Oh, huge. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be doing a bit of German studies when I first get to Germany, and everybody just keeps saying, oh, German's so hard, German's so hard. And I'm like, I've been dealing with Mandarin for three years. I'll be okay. I mean, languages are, are always a slow process for me, but I'm like, it's okay. There's rules. They're closer to the rules I'm familiar with. Yes, there's, that's the thing. Yeah, vocabulary-wise, there are cheat words, whereas in Mandarin... There's no overlap. <laughs> There's right. just no overlap. It's completely different. So I'm like, I'll be okay. I'll be good. I'll, I'll do what I can and go from there. And sound-wise, it's yep. easier. The only thing that I think will trip me up is that Mandarin is very syllabic. There's very short words, maybe two or three syllables per word. And German seems to be really long, oh, long have, words. Oh, yeah. 14-foot-long <laughs> words for right? everything. It's not as bad as Dutch, but just a little bit less. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's that feeling when you're when you're laying on your side in the bed and one nostril is shut and the other nostril is wide open and you can't roll over because then you won't be able to breathe? There's probably like a 21-foot-long word in German for that exact sensation. <laughs> well, now that you've said that, I can feel that happening. And why don't we have a word for that? That should have a word. See, and that's, I think that's the part that I'll appreciate in German is that those words that we don't have, I think I'll yeah. really, really like that. I won't remember them, but I will laugh when I hear them. <laughs> yeah. I think Japanese, is, I, I think they do a similar thing where they have very specific words for very specific situations yeah. and feelings. For sure. <laughs> And that is language I have not touched. I've talked to people yes. about it, but I will not touch. They have three different, three or four different scripts and honorifics. Like depending on who you're talking to, your language varies. And there's just, it's just like, no, mm -mm, no, too much. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard that thing where it's like, tell somebody today that you love them, but scream it at them in German so that they're also terrified? <laughs> <laughs>
Wait, oh wait, I think I know that. I used to know that. Yeah. See, all I can think of now is, well, I knew, which is like, I love you in Mandarin, but what is, which nobody ever says, by the way, but what? Okay. Ich, ich liebe du, right? Ich liebe. Ich, yeah, something ich like bin, that. That's so funny. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> See, we just finished watching uh, the new season of Man in the High Castle. So this, <laughs> I'm kind of hearing it in one of the characters' voices right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 